I never got to meet Rakim. And that's one of the people that inspired me a lot. Yo, y'all know who this man is? When you read, when you read every known article about this man, they talk about his lyrical, unquestioned. Lyrical, unquestioned on this man. Yo, honestly, I ain't never met Rakim yet. Y'all know what this is. This is Rakim. Yeah, that's what we're trying to meet, Rock. This is the living legend. I met Rakim before. I'm hoping them to see Rakim again. And they holding it down right now for them to give me love, man. You know what I mean? I'm glad I came, Jay. Straight out. The only person I haven't seen yet is Rakim. You know what I'm saying? Once I see Rakim, my day will be complete. Niggas giving me love and they doing their thing like that. They ain't got to give a fuck about Rock. They showing me love, man. So now, man, you do give a fuck about Rock. Oh, Miriam Tazi in the house. And Malcolm Riddle. Oh, man, come on, man. Give it to me. It's been a minute. <laughs> I don't know how long it's been in podcast land. It's a different time zone, people. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. You it's a different me. era. I was wrong last time. And a lot of things have happened. Things have changed in the world since we last left you. And welcome to another episode of American Riddle. That's right. It is the only podcast. <laughs> Do I have to remind you, even by this opening, the only podcast that's been blessed by who, Mariam Tazi? Rakim. Rakim Allah. Okay. Right? Yes. Am I right? You are right. I'm not wrong. You're not wrong, but I can't see it. I need to... Do you mind if I Turn shift that mic it a little bit? So the people know. And it, this might be your first time. This might be your first time tuning in, and you don't know what we're talking about. We're talking about the microphone fiend, right? <laughs> yeah, it's the right? shit. The greatest. I mean, You're- it's still pretty awesome every time I see it. Come so, on, you know, it should be. I told you it should be encased. It should be. Yeah. I mean, you think about you think about it's your favorite rapper's favorite rapper, yeah. MC, right? Yeah. I mean, hands down. We could call him a legend. Right? Icon. (laughs) Living legend. He hasn't gone anywhere. I know, but I mean, like, yes, okay, living legend. He's a living legend, Rock Himala. And he, uh, I met him on two occasions. You were on stage with him. That's right. Should I (laughs) remind you, take a stroll down memory lane. people thought you were part of the crew. Come on, man. You were reaching up. You know what I mean? Like you had any power up there. I I was, you know, I was with the God. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that you have that power. He has the power. It was as if Zeus gave me a chariot, right? And I was ascending. Rolling my eyes. I was coming down from the heavens. And the people will reach up. You look at the picture. They're reaching up at us. They're reaching up at us. It's at him. But I'm glad you think that it's for you, too. Just just let yourself believe that. has blessed this podcast, and he signed the microphone that's right in front of us in studio today. And yes, people, we're back. American Riddle, the podcast. Like I said, a couple things have changed. Yeah, just a couple. Right? I mean, you know, we we go away for a minute, we blink your eye, and what happens? <laughs> we man? have a new weird we got, president. We got people protesting. <laughs> yeah. People crying. People are depressed people and shocked. People angry. You know yeah. what I mean? But I've been at this ain't my first rodeo. I haven't been down this road before. You know what I mean? The world's not going to stop, people. It's yeah. not. We've talked about this a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it's not going to stop. You know what I mean? Trump is a pimp. He flew in on his own plane. You know what I mean? His name on the side. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Pimping. Pimping's a big part of this podcast. And you know what I mean? I got to respect the game. I don't I gotta, know. I can't I, even make light of it. It is what it is, people. We're going to hold on for the ride. I had a brother. <laughs> I, I had a couple people hit me up today. You know, they try to engage in some some politics and stuff. And, uh, you know, I told them straight up, man, you know. What you say? It ain't easy. Shit, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy the past eight years. It's not going to be easy uh, the next four years. It's, it's never easy, you know, no matter what side you're on. It doesn't, you just, you know, you got to have faith in the system, and the system will play itself out. Well, that's one thing. A lot of people have lost faith in the system, but... Yeah, but that's the, that's, the, that's the thing that makes this country great is the fact that we have the ability to get our voices heard. I think it was something like 46, I don't even know how factual it is, but I, I saw a few uh, things in, on Twitter and, and on my uh, feed, my various social media feeds that it was mm. something like 26 and 25% voted for you know either or and uh, 40-something percent didn't come that's out. That's shocking to me. When you told me that earlier, I was like... Almost half the population did not even come out and vote. And literally, it took me five minutes to vote. Because I was trying to understand. I was like, is it because people don't want to wait in line? People just don't want to be heard? People just have their own opinion? I don't know. You know, it's just, uh, it's not worth voting or whatever. But, you know, I was I was shocked by how high that number was for how people did not come out. A lot of people I mean, I was just... shocked when I went in and there was no line. I was like, where, where is everybody? And I voiced my concern and people there were like, it is concerning. A people of, came this morning, but... There are a lot of, lot of people that have different reasons why, and I'm sure they're personal reasons. Sure. But I think that's probably... But you can't complain if you don't go out. That's probably as self-centered and selfish as you can get by not voting, especially... Especially, and I don't want to turn it into a color thing, but especially if you're a person of color in this country. It doesn't just have to be black, but if you're Latino, it doesn't matter what background you come from. You have to respect your parents, their parents, and their parents. Think about the women that were beaten. You know what I mean? Think about the women that were raped. Think about the women that were killed. The, 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 you know, your grandparents, the men who were beaten. Hung, lynched, set ablaze. I mean, for you, for anyone to have the audacity, the nerve, the balls to say, "Oh, I'm not." I saw one dude say he's not voting because you know he wasn't moved, or he just believes in love and he thinks love can. I mean, come the fuck on, man! You got to get it together. All right, you it's keep believing. Naive, you you know? keep believing that hype, but again, it goes to what we've talked about on this podcast since its inception. Is that, and I joke about it, but you have that much fucking freedom. You have that much freedom that you now live in a bubble. And you really believe that. You really believe that. That A, your vote won't count, or A, love is going to cure all. I get that. You know what I mean? I get that song and dance. You know what I mean? But I mean, God damn, man, you got it. You have to actively get out and participate. You yeah. have to active, actively get out and fight every day. You know what I mean? People don't fight anymore. <laughs> but because they got it so easy. Everything You can download movies. You can download seasons of, of, of television shows. You can get everything brought right to your, your, your man cave or your home, and you don't have to work for it. Yeah. That's hard. You That's know? true. And the fact is, you know, pe- people don't want it. They're not hungry. They're only hungry is when someone takes that plate away from you. 
And that's what you see now with people in the street. And they yeah. should be. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what side it was. Let's say if it would have went the other way, then the, then um, uh, the other side should be out there protesting. You need that. That's what makes America great that is the fact that we have the um, – we, we can do that. You know, with it's our it's part of our right, our freedom, right? That's yeah. that's 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 the beauty of America. And sometimes you need that kick in the ass to to you know for your side to not for it not to work out in your favor, and you to get re-energized, re-mobilized, and get back to work. That's the point. And and through that, there's lies a lot of great inspiration. Now, yeah, I understand your concerns about you know. Uh, you know our our relations abroad, how we're viewed, and, and what treaties may crumble, and what things that are put. Of course, that fear is a concern, but don't let it don't let it paralyze you. You know what I mean? Don't don't let the work become stagnant. Don't don't stop because of it of fear. You keep pressing it. You keep questioning the system. You keep questioning the government. You keep questioning your 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 representatives, your senators, and the president. That's the point. Yeah, no, I hear your point. Um, I need. I was in shock. Um, I was definitely. I, I was. I was. I was very pleased when you told me that you went out and voted. Because you remember, I woke up the day before, and that's what I was telling people. How but many, I was already planning on no, voting. No, but, but, but the point is, people need to use these phones that they're yeah, looking I at bullshit. Yeah, I people. I was, you know, I was proud to be able to vote, you vote. know? Vote. Text someone and tell them to get up and vote. I even vote. let my parents know who don't, you know, participate. They're not American, you know? So I told them, and they were proud of me, too. My dad's like, you're a good citizen, you yes. know? So it's like... You are a good citizen. <laughs> but, I mean, I... You know, I was shocked, and I needed some time to. I was, I was. I, I wasn't mean, shocked. I mean, I was. I was. I was, I was, I was, I was in denial um, that we were like at this point, and this was our reality. I just could not wrap my brain around it. And I've said it. I don't think I've said it on the podcast, but I may have said it. Uh, I know <laughs> I've said it uh, um, privately with you in conversation that you know stranger things have happened, and you sure. know I, I said yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, you know, if I it mean, went the other way, just because there, I wasn't, I, you know, I knew that it could happen, you know, um, I wasn't like denying prepared for it. There's no preparation for sickening. something like that. I was shocked, you know, that this is uh-huh. what America chosen by a landslide, you know, but then, you know, I gave myself self time. I spoke to a few key people around me and like was able to kind of put things in perspective because I was angry as well. And, you know, worried and concerned. And even before the day of, I was like, I was a stress ball, you know, Look, we, and now it is what it is. We, like I've kind of accepted it and it's just like, okay, well, we're going to have to move forward. But I also don't think, I think that his persona during the, what is it? Like the, the candidacy mm-hmm. is, it's a lot of an act. And I think that showmanship. Yeah, and that was his way of manipulating people to vote for him, and it worked um, by far. But I also feel like a lot of the stuff that the shocking things that he was saying, he's not actually going to be able to like move forward with, and he's not actually going to do. Um, I think he's going to take the job more seriously than people were assuming, you know. But he has to. Well, we want. Um, we it doesn't matter what side you're on. He is the the president of the United States, and the fact is, we reside here, and we are Americans, and we we 
generally we we want the president to do well, right? Cause well, it, yeah, and you can see even when he he today he went to see like him and President Obama because he's the president elect. Um, Trump is, but when they met today, um, they were very civil and they had you know respectful words for one another and. President Obama said exactly that, that, you know, I want to hand him the reins so that we can make this country, he can continue making this country, you know, better and keep it moving forward, you know? So it's like, you know, he said, I'm going to do everything I can to help. And even, you know, Trump was like, I will take your help, you know? So it's not... um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not the end, like you said. It's no, not the end of the world. The um, end of the world. This is this machine is bigger than one person. This is one. Uh, this machine is is larger than uh, any party and or any um, you know any election. Uh, it's been going on for hundreds of years, and and the fact is, collectively, we make up this machine. You know, some of these corporations are the ones that are pulling the strings. Let's not uh, fool ourselves. But, uh, you know, for me to waste my time and energy, uh, especially, you know, I jokingly said yesterday, uh, you know, when when they were out protesting, if you looked at the crowds, who you didn't see. But at my age, I don't really, I think there's better ways for me to inspire and motivate people uh, instead of uh, turning my own ego or my own personal views or political views into anger or being dismissive or disrespectful to the country or the office. You know what I mean? Uh, he ran, they both ran some ugly campaigns, no doubt about that. And, um, you know, uh, uh, President-elect Trump came out on top. So, you know, I think that, uh, yes, we we should come together and support uh, the decision and the election. But also, if you have an issue there is a a um a system in play and if you disagree with it start voting you know what i mean you you got these little devices in your back pocket right now right you can mark you can do amazing things with your calendar app you know and you should know when every local election is out there and you should be out there not only that you should be able to if you can if you can snapchat you know what i mean if you can send a tweet if you can post something on Facebook, you can definitely do group messaging so you can tell other people to make sure they get out and vote. And if you can do, if you can get an Uber to the club or someplace else, you can get a, a Uber van to come pick up groups of people to make sure they get out and get to the get to the the booths. Man, there's no excuse for forty something percent not to be voting. So yeah. I mean, yeah, if if you're angry, turn that anger and uh, you know put it to work. And uh, start holding uh, people accountable today. You know, the work started, you know, uh, yesterday or the day before. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you know, we've, we there's a lot of work to be done. And, and, and we're, you know, everyone should be watching if you're pissed off, if you're upset, if you're in, quote unquote, disbelief. You know, the people talking about they're ashamed, ashamed to be an American and ashamed to be in the co- country. Come on, man. You got to get off that shit. You're not ashamed. I mean, you it's know, just if hard you could, to see this as a united yeah, but you, country when it's so. Divided. But we are united. We are. That's the, the fact that we are able to have this disagreement. People don't feel that way yet. No, no. United doesn't mean we all think the same no. and we vote the same. No, that but, wouldn't be united. That would be a clone. That would be a soulless, 
uh, clone if we all thought the same and did the same and acted the same, voted the same, agreed the same. We would be just just like a an alien, some sort of artificial intelligence if we did that. The fact is we are we are different and we have the right to be different and we have the right to um, uh, uh, invest our time, our money, our views into other people that are are are, are leading different branches of the government. And then when we do have a disagreement, we get out and we re- re-energize and organize until the next election. There's no way we can... That, that's America right there. If not, we'd be in a, a democracy. You know what I mean? Or, or, or what's the, the name of the one with the kings? A dictatorship or yeah. a monarchy? I mean, a monarchy, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we, that would be that. That's the point, you know? Yeah, but... You know, it's like the things that he was standing for is standing for. Oh, he was talking. He was know. talking cash shit. Yeah, and so shit. a lot of it was a lot of hate, a lot of racist stuff. He was and speaking. So people, he was speaking out of turn. You know, that's what stood out, and that's what stands out to people, and so they're very concerned, and they should be, because um, that's not how you want your leader to be. Is to be well, so, filled we, with hate as he was portraying himself. Yeah, but but, but a lot. Most but of I the, don't think he's going to continue most, that. Most of the stuff that he said. I mean, I've said this on record. I'll go on record on the podcast that he's, this, most of the stuff that he said is no different than what you or what I would hear from people I hang out with, the uh, things that I've said. People do when they say things. Of course, they're not running for president, nor am I. But at the same time, um, uh, you know, you, you can't – I think that there 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 is a – there has been a, t- a changing of the time where, um, you know, we look at someone and we think they're going to be as wholesome as the image we have in, in our head. But I mean, I mean, no you, one is these if days. You, let's if you be say, honest. if you say any, if you think that any president um, is wholesome, you're you're absolutely wrong. I mean, you look at LBJ. You know what I mean, Lyndon B. Johnson. You look, you take Nixon. Even take, yeah, but we got spoiled with President even, Obama. You even take Kennedy. Obama isn't free of sin. You he's know, we just man. don't know about it. I'm not saying he's not. I'm not challenging that. I'm just saying, in general, we we all have our shortcomings, and we shouldn't be so fast to judge. Granted, now, granted, I'm not defending anyone's actions and the stuff that we saw saw on television. Yes, it wasn't professional. It wasn't presidential, but. Who am I to say? Obviously, the people think different. The majority think different, and that's uh, they thought that that was and and is, and therefore we have a new president uh, elect, and and you know maybe he'll have time to reflect and uh, look at the way he uh, ran his campaign, and uh, time will tell if he's matured because I think everyone has, I think everyone has that right to grow even you know at, at the stage that he's in in his life you know he never no matter all all the successes that he's had he's never been in this position you can't practice becoming no. president you know you and so you know he i'm sure that and he even said he regretted stuff so i'm believe me i'm not defending or trying to you know make excuses for anyone but uh um you know we're here now and it doesn't matter what side uh, that you agree on. You know, we we have to we have to get up. Yeah, you know it's I mean? real. I we mean, have it's to move reality. forward, all of us. 
And then uh, what you don't like, you have the ability to, uh, to, to, you know, rectify it, correct it, um, make changes. You know what I mean? Pick up the phone, right? Yeah. It's a tough pill to swallow. It is. You know, it, it, it changes, but, but change is, uh, you know, like I said, a, a, a big part of the America. That's a big part of this culture. And, and, uh, it's good. Change is good. You know what I mean? Uh, protesting is good. Uh, being fearful and angry and, and, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, upset, all that is good. All that emotion is going to fuel and inspire a generation. It really is. Uh, and again, there's some, believe me, there should be some serious concern. Uh, but, uh, I, you know, I have faith in the, uh, you know, in the system and, and, and even the, 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 the government to, to some degree and, and, uh, you know, just uh, like I said, we we have to hold on for the ride and 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 keep acting and doing something about it. You you have to, you know what I mean. If you don't like the Senate, you know, vote in the elections coming. The next one's coming up. The the the, the Congress uh, and the Senate and the presidential, your local, all of them. I mean, you have to. You got to be in the mix, right? Yeah. Well. I mean. It is. It is definitely st- still fresh. There's no doubt about that. But uh, you know, we can do something about it. I believe it. Yeah. No. Let's see, I just those. The thing is, we don't know what's going to happen. So you never do. Imagine, it's imagine. True, like I told you before. Think, think about what all the millions of people who freaked out when Barack Obama became president, and they didn't know, and he was unproven, and he wasn't. They weren't sure. Is he Muslim? We know he's black, and that's just you know that just rocked the boat, rocked people's world. Never in the history, you know what I mean? And and imagine how they felt. You know what I mean? Everyone doesn't think like you or or me or 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 some of the uh, you know uh, some of, some of the people on the left not as open minded all over this country. Um, you know we're getting there, but uh, um, it's, it's a tough. yeah. It, it, it's still hard hard to believe, but it is what it is. We're gonna well, here to, we are, we're people have to accept it. So here we are. <sighs> <laughs> I just want to talk more about Rakim. All right, yeah. Can we you know change the I mean? subject? And not talk about politics I anymore. You, no, I mean, I, you know, I'm no politician. I don't have a guest lined up to, to go into <laughs> it. Nor, nor would I want to. I, you know, we, we're here. Yeah. It's it, everything's still fresh, and, and you know, the world is going to be watching. So we'll see as it unfolds, and um, we we definitely will be paying attention. I mean. You know, yeah, I mean, I got questions from my fellow Canadian friends. This motherfucker flew in on a plane with his yeah. own name on it. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty egocentric. Yeah. But so there's just like, how are you, how you, what is it? How are you handling it? You know, well, someone was complaining. Someone <laughs> are was, you hanging in there? You know, like I, you know, I have a say. You know, like yeah, my say is my vote, but my hanging in there, I'm gonna have to. You know, or else I'm getting the fuck out. You know. No, no. someone but, uh, was. Compl- I have options, so it's Some, not so bad. Someone was complaining. Uh, that's the beauty of this country, too. You have options. Not, I'm not talking about in you this country. Options. I'm talking no, about outside. It doesn't of matter. This There's country. some people that can't even fucking leave. I they're know. in countries. They're in. in they're in scared. Places, they can't come back. They're in, they're in places of the world that they they don't have any options. So the fact oh, that I you do that. have options 
a lot of it has to do with the fact that you're American and that there's a certain uh, right that uh, that comes with that. Mm-hmm. Believe me, if you were just born in the middle of nowhere in Timbuktu... Uh, hey, that's you, not the middle of nowhere. That's northern Mali, and I lived no, in that but, country, but, okay? okay? So shut the fuck okay, up. Okay, okay. That, doesn't, that expression but, doesn't... It's not but, Timbuktu, it's Tumbuktu, first of all, okay, but yeah. Okay, you see... <laughs> You see, people. Yeah. Huh? We take yeah. a few weeks off. <laughs> right, Just giving chastised. you. Well, you know. Mm-mm. But you need you need to have that dialogue. You need to put people in, in check. Just like you just did right there, you need to do the same thing with politicians. No doubt. No doubt. You got to go to the town hall councils. It's, you just have to be diplomatic about it, but yeah. You do. But, I mean, your, your voice, you have the right to be heard. So all these people just being dismissive and saying their vote didn't count. Look at how close. Look yeah, but there's close. still an issue with the electoral of course. like system and stuff. I don't understand how certain states get their number of like the their votes and their we'll numbers. have to get Sam yeah. Riddle back on a podcast and see if he can break that down for us. Because it's it's quite uh, baffling and no one can really explain it to me. So I'm just kind of I don't understand it. But they um. Yeah, a lot of people were complaining, of course, at work. And one person was complaining about how, as you said, uh, it was egocentric uh, Trump was and how he puts his name on everything at Trump Tower. You know what I mean? Golf <laughs> courses and wine and all this stuff. And I looked at him. I looked at the person who was saying, I said, well, well goddamn, I put my name on everything. You know what I mean? Riddle Films, American Riddle. You know what I mean? J. Yeah, Malcolm but- Riddle, the wine cons- personal wine consultant. Everything I've ever done, I put put the, my stamp on it. Only difference is, the difference between Trump and I is I'm broke. You know? That's it. But I, I, I fully, you know, I get that. Yeah, I get that. He's a that, brand. Yeah, I get, the, yeah. I get the whole brandy thing. And I, I, you know, I'm not likening myself to Trump, though. Don't, don't get me wrong. <laughs> okay. I'm saying there's even anything wrong with him. You know? I don't know. You know? I just don't. I don't. I don't. You're being quite diplomatic today. I am. I am watching everything with, with it. Well, I went. I spent the. Um, I spent the uh, election night with the governor. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, and um, uh, you know the senator and and all these politicians, congressmen. My brother he works with uh, Bobby Scott. He was elected to his thirteenth uh, term, so he's out campaigning. And it just so happened he happened to be in. Uh, in the area, so we we kind of linked up. That's cool. Weird because I went to the, um, I guess it was a, a headquarters where they were having the event, right? And I guess they were you had to have tickets and all this stuff. So I I kind of just you know I've been to my share of events. Mm. So you know I, I had the blazer on and the Bruce Lee T shirt, really, <laughs> and I had the uh, pocket square tucked in. Such a Strange yeah. look. Shelto Adidas, <laughs> Dickies. Think about all that stuff. Uh, a combination, yeah. but you pull it off. He still looks spiffy. So I walk up and I walk <laughs> up to the front, and they're like, "Name?" And I was like, uh, "Riddle." <laughs> <laughs> Again, my brand. I go Riddle, right? And I, I just, I stand there, and I'm like, yeah, my brother's, my brother's in there somewhere too. Oh yeah, Riddle was, is in there. Uh, go right in, right. So I go in, no ticket, no check you, ID. Like, get on stage with Rock him. Yeah. You know, people look up to you like a god, and people they were think reaching. Okay, reaching up. Okay. <laughs> right. As I was coming from the heavens. All right. 
Okay. Just like you and Timbuktu, I got to correct you. <laughs> so, yeah, you get away with all this shit and I can't oh, even... Oh, it gets better. <sighs> what else happened? So, I'm in there. Governor of Virginia's in Even there. just to get into the place to begin with, you needed yeah, yeah. a ticket? Yeah, you needed a ticket. Oh. So, I, 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 I walk right in. But then, there's two levels. So, the, the bottom level is where, like, you know, all the workers are, the people... The that, peasants. Not peasants. Okay. No, no, these are people that, that, you know, are working hard, campaigning, going door to door. Mm. You know what I mean? And then all the... Uh, the people like on the ground. CNN and all the news people are down there with the cameras and the lights and stuff. And then the upper level... Is the VIP and there's actually uh-huh. security. Like I don't know if it was uh, Secret Service. I don't know if the, the governor has Secret Service or not. I'm not sure, but there's definitely a presence of security, right? Mm. So they're they're guarding to go up the stairs, and I walk. I just walk up right up to the stair, right, and and she, she the the lady and the guard that's there um, want to see the wristband, mm. right? And I go, I go, no, I'm I'm Riddle, and I'm 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 here with. Uh, uh, Congressman Scott, and they go, oh, okay, and they just let me go upstairs. <laughs> just like what the fuck? But I did do this before I, you know, I, I tightened my jacket up, just popped the collars a little bit while I was saying that. Wait, I know. Does that make it official? I don't know, but <laughs> it worked. <laughs> obviously, I got ushered up. I went right up. Even my brother, when he was up there, he was like, "How'd you get up here?" <laughs> How? That's so weird. Security is not that good. They didn't that good of a job yeah security security is is slipping lately because let me tell you when i go to majority of the the concerts i go to now see i uh, you know i grew up in the 80s and 90s especially the 90s right in the 90s like there are certain times you would get frisked patted down your ankles metal detectors there was it was craziness back in the days now you can just walk up. I got a bag. I got like wires, recording devices, things that are shiny. You get you get the pass. You walk in every time. Uh, I went to EPMD recently um, with your son. Yeah, I took I took I took Jay with me. Took took my son, fifteen year old kid in the club. Um, <laughs> we went in. We had to go through metal detectors. Yeah, they spent more time on him than he did they did with me. And let me tell you this: I walked through the metal detector. I didn't take out all my stuff, so the alarm was, <laughs> right? It was going off. They didn't right? even check you. They didn't even check me. They didn't even. I just, yeah, I just kept. I'm I just confused. Kept, I just kept it moving. I waved. Same thing. Sports blazer. That's I concerning just, to me. Why? Literally. Why you? Um, like wh- I don't know. You I just, just have a nice face. I don't know. They were more concerned if J- they were putting the band or the magic marker thing on him be- at first because they thought, yeah, they thought he was twenty one for one. Really? And I was like, "Come on, lady!" And the I mean, alarm was going tall. off, and I was like, "He's fifteen. <laughs> give 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 him the X on both hands." They were like, "Is he twenty one?" And I was like, "Really? You have to ask that." Wow. Come on. So security itself, they're not investing a lot of. Uh, how should I say it? Money financing <laughs> in that it kind of you know going a little or cheap. Thought, yeah, no, it's it's like someone's uncle or aunt that's doing security these days. Hmm. Everywhere. Next time you go to a concert, look and see if it doesn't look like your uncle. No, I'll be searched. Don't worry, they search me looks, everywhere. Every- Wherever I go, I get searched, and I'm just like me with this face. What do you? I don't get it. Yeah, well, every every so uh, every, you know, it's a vibe. Maybe who knows? Yeah, my brother Craig gets that every time. He gets shaken down everywhere. I do too, everywhere. 
can I can I look in your purse? I'm like, wait, what is this? A birthday? No. Why am I getting my back checked? I go I don't backpacks. Understand. I got stuff bulging out of my sports blazer. It's like, I, I mean, I this little field, re- this recorder right here looks like a taser or something. Hey, they just let us go by. You me go by every time. That's weird. Oh, um, well, that's good for you. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I don't get it, but that's good. Yeah. That's yeah. convenient. So how was the show? Which one? EPMD. Eric Parrish making dollars. It was dope. I mean, it's EPMD. How you did know? your son like it? He loved it. He was jumping up and down. He was dancing. He was, uh, yeah, he felt it. I mean, these are these are people that don't know. If you don't know about Air, e- EPMD, def- definitely Google them. But I mean, during that time in the eighties and early in the nineties, I mean, I mean, Eric uh, Sermon, he he played a big part of the uh, of the evolution of the uh, kind of Southern rap style of uh, after you know he after he boomed from the New York um, style, he he relocated to Atlanta and played a big part into producing a lot of acts in the nineties uh, from the ATL. But uh, yeah, and he's he's probably one of the uh, Eric Sermon's probably one of I think he's I'm pretty sure I haven't really done my top five or well I, I can give you my top five uh, top ten producers of all time he's probably he's probably up in the top ten easily top fifteen but he, <laughs> I like how your top is like well I mean you I have to think about it I mean as you're saying it I mean we top, actually had this conversation at my dinner when it was like top five producers. Yeah, and I was like, I can't be put on the spot right now. I had of a what? little bit of wine. Wait, 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 wait. What was the question? It was, yeah, top five producers of hip-hop. Like, I mean, that's easy. Top five producers of all time. You go, you go, uh, I mean, I'm no, in no order, in no order. You go, uh, See, I couldn't Dr. Dre. You go, Dr. Dre. Um, you can go, Marley Mall. You can go Larry Smith. A lot of you guys don't know nothing about yet Larry Smith, but look him up. Houdini. You know what I mean? <laughs> he produced. What? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing about? You always about? make me laugh when you bring up Houdini. <laughs> Houdini is one of the groups that people do not talk. You always talk. Of course, you're going to hear about Run DMC. He produced Run DMC. <sighs> you know what I mean? But. You you know Run DMC you know you know Grandma there's certain groups that you that people always talk about but people forget about Houdini <laughs> you don't you no. never forget <laughs> no but let me just get back here Listen, okay. I'm not talking about Houdini right now but Larry Smith was so innovative that he didn't use samples he was a, a, a natural musician mm-hmm. you know what I mean a natural musician so that whole first Run DMC album I mean. It, it changed the game. I mean, everything that he he, he touched was amazing uh, for that time period. Um, so so that's I four one more. Wait, wait. I I, what did I say? Who did I say? I said uh, Dr. Dre, um, Marley Mall, Larry Smith, oh, three. Um, Rick Rubin, Rick Rubin. Um, I'll throw uh, I'll throw uh, Premier, DJ Premier. Okay, that's it. That's five. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm forgetting someone though. I feel like I'm forgetting someone in that mix, yeah, I but I mean, right off the top of my head, I could throw throw, you know, right there. I mean, I got I got to throw Marley Mall in that mix. Definitely got to throw Rick Rubin in that mix. I mean, Rick Rubin, <laughs> huh? 
What's so fuck? What? No, what? just your reaction. You're just like now. I can see your mind like thinking. You're like, wait, who? Because you can't. It's not something you can just answer. I can't just answer. Those I'm going on the spot. I'm. I'm, like, I'm I got to think about I'm it. I'm basically going in an order of, of course, my era, but also kind of like historically, historically, because without without at least four of those names, there would the game wouldn't even be the game. I mean, Marley Mall? <laughs> God damn. I have no problem with that. I'm just, you know. Marley Mall Marley Mall's it. done everyone from, from Big Daddy Kane, Cool J. I mean, Cool G Rap, Rock Him. <laughs> I mean, it just goes on and on. I mean, he did Mary J. Blige. Oh, poor Mary I mean, J. Come She's on. going through some stuff right now. What's up with her? She's going through a divorce. Again? Mm-hmm. Who, who's her? Who? I, mean, who? I, was, I think it was her manager or someone that she was married there to. There you go. For like, that never works out. They were together for a while. It, but, it still never works out. But yeah, it's not working out and he's asking for alimony. It's like if you marry your cousin. But he's asking for alimony <laughs> for his kids with someone else. And like asking her to pay for stuff like for his family. That's because she's, she's like, got Jack, man. She's got royalties and all that stuff. It's yeah, like, but he already whatever. Anyway, don't mess with your ma- manager or your cousin. It doesn't never works out. Or your cousin. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like what? I don't know. It just seems wrong, what? right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm just making sure we're on the same page. <laughs> I mean, damn. <laughs> I don't even know that the way that was brought up. <laughs> Malcolm's thought about a cousin, I guess. No, I, I yeah, no. I mean, I got some fine cousins. There's no doubt about that. But I'm good. I'm, <laughs> I'm okay. I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with recognizing, right? All right. Can we that? change the subject? This is getting weird. Just relax, Miriam Tazi. I'm relaxed. Okay. I know you got your, you know, you got your drink in your hand. You're chilling. Yeah, my water. Well, it's vodka, probably. Yeah, I gotta watch vodka. what you bring. I gotta start frisking you when you come to studio. <laughs> you know? Surprise, you don't, because I get frisked anywhere else. So you guys were talking about producers. We had some pretty inter- interesting conversation. We could have definitely podcasted that night. You had a dinner party, huh? I did. It was a potluck dinner party. I'm telling you, and you guys were fun. talking about. So what? 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 Producers came up. I know. I want to hear. You need to get Mauricio on the mic so that he can talk, because he's the one who brought it up. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! I cannot have this conversation right now." I mean, but of course you can go. But I did show them the microphone. Well, yeah. And they took pictures. They were like, "Wow!" (laughs) They were just like, "You got to recognize." Can I? I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna have to sell that on eBay." But (laughs) but I was like, "Yeah, that's pretty pretty awesome." But I don't believe. I don't believe in, in, in harming a woman, but <laughs> I don't even know if I can get go to jail for even saying it because if it's on record, you know, I'm not even going to joke around like this, you know. But I would have to choke you. I would, I would, I would have to. I thought you weren't going to say it on the I mic. Would, I would have to choke, jokingly, uh-huh. of course. I mean, you know, you, that, that is, I mean, come on, man. The microphone fiend? Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, we'll get Mauricio on here. Yeah, I mean, you could go a lot of different ways in in in, in producers. But I was thinking about um, since we always talk about hip hop, I was like, okay, what about soul music? I was like, the top five soul singers. 
soul of all time? Yeah. I mean, you you so could, I have you, you, my could list. you could throw that I, down. You could do, you could do you could do Sam Cooke, you could do Marvin Gaye, you could do um um uh, Luther Vandross. I mean, you can do I mean, you can go from different Luther era. up there? Why wouldn't you? He's not in my top 5, but I still respect the man. You know? Why wouldn't you? Well, he's easily in the top 10. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You're so like passionate about it. Okay, top 5 soul singers. I mean, yeah. you got you got um you got okay, Marvin Gaye. Yeah, he's on my might top. Might be five. the rock him of soul. I mean, if you think about it. Okay. I mean, you got Sam Cooke. I didn't put Sam Cooke on there, but I can yeah. Sam Cooke. I I'm not I'm not saying he wouldn't be in my top 10. And then you got you got your man, what's what's my man's name? Huh? Bill Withers? Yeah. He's Bill in my Withers? top. He's my favorite. Al Green? Yeah, I got Al Green on there too. Um, who else do you got? I got James Brown on my list. JB. Yeah, but you didn't even mention him. I'm so having a I'm having a moment. I'm not. Yeah, I'm like you. When if you're bringing it up, of course you're. You've got I thought stuff, about it. Yeah, you've got stuff. Oh chambered. yeah, I I'm thought just about like, it. I'm, I'm going off the top. You know what I mean? Of course. James and then Otis Brown. was my fifth. Yeah, Otis. Those I mean, are yeah, my top five. That's, yeah, that's, come on, man. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just you saying. Know. There's a lot. There's a lot of ways. But I was so I was like thinking of it one night, and I was like, kind of, I got to bring this up, and I wrote it down. I had my list. I mean, you can throw some women in that top five, man. Oh, there's a lot. I mean, of yeah. Sisters. I guess this is for the. We'll do the men, and then the the women we can do. Mm, I'd have to bring somebody more qualified. Top fives are, are crazy. You know, they can cause a little bit of a ruckus. But you can't deny what you just the top five you just rolled out. No one can. I mean, you can't really challenge anyone's top five, you know. No, I I see kids Even all the time. It's always funny to me that you and all your friends put LL up there, which is fine. I just think it's it's you know, it's not me and my friends. This is <laughs> let me <laughs> let me just clarify this, okay? That's like saying that's like saying, oh. You and all your friends believe that the top five presidents, Abraham Lincoln. Oh my God, is, that is not what I'm trying to. That's let me not, just tell you, you Cool to, J carried Def Jam on his back in the early days. He was 16. You got to know your history. I mean, Cool J. People people think Cool J and they think uh, lip sync battle and they think you know hosting awards and even even his latter work. But you got to—I mean, you got to go into the albums, even the album Marley Mall produced. <laughs> huh? I mean, come on! You got to see the face he's making. Cool, <laughs> James? Are you kidding? No, no. This is—I'm just surprised. I'm this, okay. It's okay that I'm surprised that you—you you know, you and your friends. It's not. No, no. This is this is just historic fact that can't be denied. Okay. I mean, yeah, being. I'm cool. not going back to this. It's cool already been recorded. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's undisputed. I mean, we can't. It's in the history books. Right. I mean, that's <clears throat> Def Jam. When you thought Def Jam, you thought Cool J. Yes, that's right. I had to get up in the mic. <laughs> All up in there. I had to get up in the mic on mm. her people. Mm. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Who knows, Miriam Tazi? So what else, Malcolm Riddle? I don't know, man. I'm telling you, I've seen uh, seen a couple flicks what during uh, the hiatus. Uh, I've seen just about everything. You see everything. Yeah, I do. 
What's your favorite from what that you've I've seen? seen so far? Yeah, in the last month. Um, I saw I saw Moonlight. Is that the name of the movie that came out about the brothers down in the ATL? I think they were down in Atlanta or Southern. Um, I saw that. It was. Is it Moonlight? Uh, I think that's what it was called. That was a good movie. Powerful. Took like I, I think I talked to you about it. Uh, it. It took some political turns about bullying oh, and yeah. sexuality oh, yeah. uh, in the black community. Um, but overall, I thought it was a solid film. Um, it was yeah. It's called Moonlight. Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a, a sub. I mean, real solid performances. Uh, uh, filmed, shot, nice. Had my boy Cotton Cotton Mouth in it from uh, what was the Netflix Luke show? And, yeah, yeah. The brothers and everything. He's Forget a good actor. He's a smooth dude. Yeah, real cool brother. Um, let me pull it up real quick so I can check it out. So yeah, it's a uh, Moonlight, a timeless <laughs> story of human connection and self discovery. Uh, so Moonlight chronicles the life of a young black man from childhood to adulthood. What was that one movie they had come out? Remember, and they filmed it over twenty years or something. Oh, uh, the boy, boyhood. Yeah, 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 yeah boyhood. So yeah, this is kind of like, Hawk. yeah, this is this, this is kind of a film, kind of like that, but you know, more definite, definitely uh, something that, that I can identify with more so than Boyhood. Um, brothers and you know brothers growing up in the hood and uh, you know questioning their uh, their place in life, um, but like I said, they 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 put the spotlight on on sexuality and bullying. Where I thought it was, I didn't think the sexuality part was distracting as I did the bullying. I mean, a lot of times when you grow up in the hood or you grow up in any any. Uh, neighborhood doesn't have to be the hood, but whenever you're you're bullied, I I just come from an era where you got to take that shit. You know what I mean? You do. You just got to You got to. Yeah, it stays with a got, lot of people. But then you got to harden up. You really do. It and they does they they usually, they, but... they they talked about this in the film where you if you're soft and you know I've talked about this on a podcast and Flint just growing up. You, there are certain areas, certain places unless you were like in the crib watching eddie murphy or something like that you would smile but if you're out in the hood you don't crack a smile man because any sign of being soft you can get eaten up even earl i remember earl said on a podcast what did he say about if you're a dolphin in flint what's going to happen you're going to be eaten up by the sharks you know what i mean and that's the reality of it you you are challenged and you, you grow up fast now i'm not saying Everyone should be like that. I mean, my son, he pretty much grew up in the same place for the past 15 years in the suburbs, and God bless him, you know what I mean? But you you got to, you know, you do have to have some edge on you uh, because it is, whether you like it or not, a very competitive wor- world. Yeah. And if you're, if you're, whether you're in the streets or whether you're, you know, going out for the basketball team or whatever, you got to have you know, that edge on you to, to knock the, you know, you got to knock the, the next motherfucker out to win. I mean, look at, look at, look at Hillary Clinton and Trump. Both of those motherfuckers was mudslinging. Yeah. Both of those motherfuckers were mudslinging. You know what I mean? So, I mean, hey, you know. It's tough. 
It is, man. And as a parent, it's, it's tough. So when you look at things... Yeah, because you got to find that balance, you know? It, yeah. And it, it, like you just said, it's tough. I mean, it's... So this movie, it, it kind of goes into that. And I could relate to just him growing up um, and, 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 and uh, you know, I remember, man. I mean, I was, I was bullied... Whether it was in Flint or whether it was you know, when I moved to Denver and California and I was around the, the white kids in the suburbs. Them motherfuckers bullied me every day. Every day. And, and yeah, you know, it, it made me look at the world. But I, I wasn't, I didn't grow up to be, you know, hateful towards white people or black people or the people that bullied me. I figured out ways to, you know, better myself and surround myself with a better quality and supportive group of individuals, a uh, group of, of people um, as I say, we I crewed up, you know what I mean? Um, and, uh, you know, it, yeah, my I, brother fa- did the same I thing. found I found sanctuary when I was in the suburbs with the nerds. And, you know, when I went back to Flint, I found sanctuary in hip hop. And that's how it worked out. And to this day, I hang out with hip hop and nerds and kind of the, one of the <laughs> same now. It's kind of weird. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> funny. I've always kind of stuck to that, you know. Um, but I can, yeah, I can run with the sharks. I can hang with the sharks. I can hang with the villains, and you know, I can hang with, uh, you know, softer people as well. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only way I can put it. But it's, you know, it is what it is. But the the film itself kind of shows that evolution of a man, uh, you know, a child. So they teenagers, a, or to, they start out as children and go into the teens, and then go into a you oh, know, so young the man. Whole, okay. Oh yeah, it's a, okay. his whole journey. Uh, that's why if you ever see the poster um you know it shows different faces of the of the character who is uh um you know growing up okay. uh, his name was uh, uh little i think that was, that's what his nickname was in the film but uh yeah just uh, a very powerful moving film um and it's definitely worth the price winning all sorts of awards it, it was paced a little slow for my taste um but you know, I don't. I don't mind a slow burn from time to time. Uh, another film that I saw that I, you saw that we saw together, um, which I, I really enjoyed. Um, what was it? The Handmaiden. Mm. Huh? It Speak beautiful. on that. It was a beautifully shot film. Um, there was a little more sexual things that I then I erotica okay there's that I was expecting you know more of a badass like chick I didn't realize it was going to be so much chick on chick erotica (laughs) woman on woman action um erotica (laughs) okay (laughs) okay and throughout the movie he did that too um (laughs) but I was you know I thought I Cause you know how it went back in time a little bit, like they show you, you know, certain scenes and they went back and, um, kind of showed you a different perspective of the same scene kind of thing. Yeah. So the film itself is about this, uh, this lady, this woman who's hired to be the handmaiden to a Japanese heiress. And, uh, she's secretly involved in a plot to defraud her, to, to to get her riches. It's a con job. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shakedown. (laughs) <laughs> not, no, it's not a shakedown. It's a, it's a, it's a, it is. It's a con job. Shakedown, something different. Yeah. <laughs> Completely <Yeah>. different. <laughs> so, yeah, but the thing is, it's like, you, you know, you don't know who's conning who, basically. Yeah, so, yeah. See, you're getting, someone's getting bamboozled. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But um, I liked I liked the Trickery. way the story was crafted. <laughs> I love. Hoodwinked. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
taken for a ride. I'm just going to let you finish. Uh-huh. Are you good? You got them all out? No. No, no more? The old one, two. <laughs> uh-huh. Your whole body posture changes. Like Betrayal. <laughs> deception. Okay. Uh, it just goes on and on, man. It does. Huh? Yeah. But they, you're right. They did a, they did a good job because you're, as, as the film's unfolding, you, I mean, it's subtitles, right? It goes back and forth from Korean to Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, but a testament to the storyline, the writing, the filmmaking, the cinematography, you almost for, you forget at some point that you're even reading it, reading it, right? It's like uh, that's when you know you're, 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 you're deeply connected and involved with a film. At least I am when I just totally forget and you're just watching it. And looking at the different angles, and you know the the but just the, the the way, like just the fog in the back, the and lighting, just, like, the lighting, yeah, yeah, and just even the women, the women were soft. They looked like, like you porcelain. Could, you could, it just felt soft and 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 erotic. Okay, it was so. <laughs> it was nice though, right? Be honest. <laughs> Be honest. Huh? It was. See, you see. Uh, why are you becoming dirty all of a sudden? Can you not be like Dirty Uncle Joe, please? <laughs> like, can you not? Oh my God! Is but, one of my new AKAs, Uncle Joe. Well, the way you're of... behaving right now, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. No, it was. It was. It was a. It was a fantastic film. Uh, kept you on the edge of your seat. Yeah, it wasn't predictable, at least. Um, but yeah, I don't really have an issue with the subtitles and stuff. I usually get lost pretty quickly in it, but I was really lost in the beauty of the film. Um, there was definitely some weird scenes, um, not the sexual stuff necessarily. Well, the, but you know, like the, the, it was also filmed like back in the day. Like I don't, I'm not sure what, what year was it. Like the 1800s or something like I that. I don't know. With the clothing was definitely. Well, they didn't have school. internet. No, they didn't have, <laughs> because they would sit around and do stuff that you could do on the internet. You know what I mean? Well, because she We're, was reading those stories. Erotic stories. Yes, right? very. Yes. Right? And the men would just sit around in and, 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 uh, tuxedos. It was weird. Yeah, and they would, you know, they would, they, they, they were in. They were hook, line, and see. Like, they would, you know, they would come and have their brandies and their cigars, and they got, they're dressed, right? And even the way the books were. But that like, was, oh. they were beautifully drawn, you know, and it was just like. That was their entertainment. I know, but it was just—I mean, it was astonishing. Imagine? It was anyway. Huh? Yeah, it was—it was a beautiful film. Um, just you know, not what I was expecting because it's the same. Oh, it was worth the price of admission. I saw a piece of shit movie um, called Doctor Strange. It was shit. Right? Oh yeah, because that's oh, what your son was supposed garbage. to choose between. <laughs> I'm glad he picked EPMD. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, going back to EPMD, I gave my son a choice. I was like, we can go see. It was like a Friday night or something, or. Oh, he made and the we were right like, uh, we we're like, yo, I give you three choices: go drive to the crib, go see Doctor Strange, or go see EPMD. And he was like, let's take a trip, let's drive to Baltimore and see EPMD. Nice. And uh, that's what ended up happening. So Doctor uh, Strange was bad. Was that we bad? ended up still seeing Doctor Strange, and oh. uh, yeah, it was uh, it just, just come on, man. What, what are we doing? We need more films like Moonlight and The Handmaiden. Um, and so on. I mean, there's there's been uh, some 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 really good films that have come out over the past few months, um, and and those are two of them. Like right off the bat, if you want to see something, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you want to see cartoon movies and or comic book movies and so on, I get it. But you're taking when you take Doctor Strange, right? Let me just pull it up for a minute. 
When you take <clears throat> take Doctor Strange and you take the cast this in Doctor Strange. And I and granted, you know, big ups to the people that worked on the film because I know they put, you know, blood, sweat and tears to make all this 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 uh uh you know, magic come to life. But when you take Chuatel Ejiofor, right? Someone of his caliber, uh, Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Rachel McAdams, right? You take uh, uh, Tilda Swinton. Is that how you pronounce her last name? I don't know. I'm yeah. not looking at the same thing you are. Yeah, she. I mean, these are these are award winning. These are these these are actors that are amazing. When you when you have something that. You know, something just well-written, something crafted to perfection. And they've been in great films. So now all of a sudden they're going to play dress-up mm. and stand on a green screen. <laughs> it th- These films, I believe, are going to be like, take these actors. And when they look back to their like high school prom when they wore the bright fluorescent tuxedo and they look back, or they had the bad haircut or in my case, the knitted sweater vest <laughs> that my mom knitted, or, or yeah, yeah, or the yeah, <laughs> yeah, or oh, the sailor outfit I had to wear. You know what I mean? So cute, though. Or the yeah, or, or the brown sandals. You know, I had to wear with the striped pants, and I look back at those pictures, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why did I have to wear that? Or when I when um, it, when I had my afro and my mom would you know, like put lotion in it and part it <laughs> on the side like Frederick Douglass, you know, plaid shorts, oh, my face. right? Th- these are those movies. These are plaid short movies. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just like why are you taking somebody of great caliber and putting them into that wardrobe? And they're going to look back from this. But were they competing, or it was just it was a bad movie? Because I mean, if you have so many, it looked good. It looked good, and there was some some good good stuff about it. Like I love the stuff about the multi universe and bending time and space. But every time they would do that, you know, they'd be running, and it just looked like it was on a green screen. And they do some magic, and then they talk about the multi universe and yeah. making time and and your soul and all this. And then they they would do some special effect, and it was just all this back and forth. None of it made sense to me. I get it to comic book heads and stuff. It's probably their world, but it's you know I liked comic book movies when they found unknowns to play them. You know what I mean? Even 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 what you call it? Okay, I get it. Right, unknown. A great man called Christopher Reeve played Superman. Right, and then yeah, they took somebody, Superman. and then they took somebody of a high caliber just to balance it out, which was Marlon Brando to play. Um, to play uh, uh, Jor-El, his dad. You know what I mean? But Jor-El's not going to be, you know what I mean, dressing up and doing stuff. He's in it for like, mm, I don't know, five minutes, ten minutes or something. Like he does that. his thing and he's out. You know what I mean? I don't. That's the same thing they should do with Chiwetel. You know, he's in there and he's out. He doesn't need to be in there. You know, you, you just, come on, man. Give it a break. But these, these great actors are being forced because this is the product yeah. that they're pushing. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's just, still it's an just, industry, and, and you know, motherfuckers got to eat, motherfuckers got to earn, and 
you know, you want to stay relevant. I get that. Yeah. I'm sure everyone has their reason, but I just think they're going to look back at some point. You know what I mean? You don't see Leonardo DiCaprio playing Green Lantern or Aquaman. You know what yeah. I mean? That's foolish. You know what I mean? I don't want to see Leonardo DiCaprio doing that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You don't well. see Tom Cruise. You know what I mean? I mean, he builds his own. Did you see That's Jack my Reacher? point, though. Did you see no, Jack? No, I haven't seen Jack. I want to see it. But, um, uh, uh, yeah, you, you, you write, produce. Tom Cruise has a, a company, a production company. And he produces Mission Impossible. He produces Jack Reacher. Of course, people are pissed off because, yeah, I guess the book, Jack Reacher, the guy's like 6'3 or something like that. So, I mean, but still, I mean, he produces yeah. And, you know, he does something about it and he makes moves. Just like in the beginning of the conversation. If you want to do something, the podcast, if you want to do something about it, whether it be an election or a film, produce the shit. Make it. Make the move. You know? What? I feel like that's the title of this podcast. What? Tom Cruise? <laughs> no, making make moves? Make move. <laughs> How about just Tom Cruise making moves? Okay. You know what I mean? Well, it's been a while since you brought him up, so... We may I bring up Tom Cruise all the time. I don't think on the podcast for a minute. I'm just saying. No, what do you want to talk? You want me to talk about Tom Cruise? No, I'm good. I'm mm-hmm. good. No, I've had my dose yeah. for a lifetime. You haven't had enough. <laughs> That's your problem, <laughs> huh? I'm Shoot. telling you. But yeah, I I would put my money on uh, on those two films, The Handmaiden or. Uh, Moonlight. Moonlight. Okay. I mean, there's 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 some other notable mentions, but uh, I'm not going to go into all that. I just wanted to I wanted to definitely uh, take a moment, come back on the mic, you know, heat up the mixing board, you know, what I mean, heat up the mics, mm. let people know what's up, you know, what I mean, yeah, you got to exercise that muscle, Mariam Tazi. True. You got to exercise. Period. <laughs> Got to keep it going. It's true. It's been a while. Yep. Um, yeah. No. I've. I've. It's funny because I've, I've. I'm working on. I know I talked about it on this show about doing something different with the podcast and doing the storytelling. Oh yeah. Well, I've been going through some of the archives and looking at uh, where I'm gonna pull some of the the content from, and it's, it's stuff you know. Like that documentary I was working on back in '05, I was listening to some of the audio, and when I when I listen to that stuff, it's amazing. Like how much this podcast is. Granted, I still wrestle with the English language, but when I listen to some of the early stuff, yeah. What? Yeah. Well, just 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 interviewing techniques and and stuff like that. Because uh, you're you're better now. So more, you have more secure recordings more, uh, of you interviewing these people. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to incorporate that in a storytelling, uh, I guess, segment or, or podcast of the uh, series that we're going to produce at some point. I'm just going through the archives. But uh, when I when I listen to it, I mean, you know, the, the whole, of course, when, when, and I've said this a thousand times, but I mean, the whole point of this podcast is a it's a journal for my son. That's it. But you know, there's other reasons why I continue to do the podcast. It's just for practice. It's just to keep practicing. And it's therapeutic. You know, I've said that before, too. It's therapeutic. You know, it's no different than people when they tweet or they post stuff on Facebook and they get it out. You know, the podcast is, 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 is something like that. But at the beginning of the day, it's a journal. 
it's two twofold. It you know it's a personal journal for one listener, and and uh, you know it's practice for me. You know, I get used to hearing my voice. Trying to uh, uh, you know, uh, I can't even say perfect, but just trying to work at uh, the English language. But you, you don't even know until you listen to yourself and have these headphones on. You know, we have said that. Like more people, well, yeah, more people should talk, you know, and be <laughs> mic'd up. But also knowing kind of the expressions that you keep saying or, you know, how many ums you have in like public speaking yeah. and things like that. Like I have never been comfortable with public speaking, but this is more of a private setting. That's why I can do it. But it's not something that, you know, is easy to even listen to, you know, listen to listening to yourself or hear your own voice or because I don't really go and listen to the podcast just because I was there. Um, but when I have, I still catch myself laughing at the same parts and but noticing certain speech patterns and things like that, that I'm like, oh, I should probably not say that as often, you know, or change my tune or whatever, you know, but you can always find fault in things. Um in yourself. But you have to keep working at it. True. And it, yeah, practice does help a lot, you know, and having different guests on and, you know, having, but preparation helps too. There's no prep. There's no prep. So, you know, it's just. Preparation is a luxury. I get that. And I I would love to have that luxury, but it's. uh, But that would help you too, you know. I don't know. I think the, 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 the handful of times that I've ever prepared, I've fumbled. And I like, You're distracted. I like, yeah, I like going off the off the top. I like that style better, and that's probably because I've you know, of course, I watch Corolla or I listen to Rogan and Diaz and Burr um, and um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and I've listened, or should I say, I've had the opportunity to train. Um, not directly, but just being in his company, Adam Carolla. So, you know, over the past five years and being in studio with him and watching the way they do things, you know, it's off the top and it's, it's, yeah, but he's done it for so long. Sure. But I picked up a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff watching him in studio and watching the way they work. Well, you're a quick study too. Like you definitely pick up. Like I absorbed a lot and, and granted, you know, they've got a, They've got a serious operation, you know, producers, people working the board, intro man, um, uh, and, and uh, news person and all that good stuff. But, uh, you know, he, he freestyles. And I like that. I like that. The, the, the shows that, that do it, um, they take Bill Burr. He does it solo. You know what I mean? A lot of them, sometimes he's, he'll say, I'm laying on my back in the basement. You know, and it's like a stand-up show. It's an hour of him just, you know. And I know a lot, some of his material he's working on, but uh, so he preps. He's having not really. He's having a. He just has a conversation. I'm, you know, I don't know. I've never, you know, laid next to him while he's doing it, but I can imagine <laughs> that he has bullet points and he has stuff in his head that he wants to cover, and he just goes from there. Yeah, he's been doing it for so long by himself, and I always thought the solo ones are, are very challenging. I've done maybe three, I think, maybe two or three. I think I've done three by myself on out of a hundred and something. But you know, I like it better when I have someone to talk to. 
Uh, yeah. so, you know, but again, it's one of those things you have to exercise. A lot of people want to do podcasts. A lot of people ask me for podcasting advice. That's nice. Um, but, uh, you know, I, it, it's got to be something you're committed to doing. And I don't feel the need anymore to do a weekly, like I have to do it every week. I would like to get back on that schedule, getting back to um, talking to the listeners right now. I would like to get back on the on the schedule to do so. But uh, again, it's time is kind of that luxury that we, we have to try to get in when we fit in um, and see what happens. But before I felt the need to, I know one time I tried to do two and three a week, but then I had to like realize I'm not Corolla. I'm not Burr. I don't have a following. You know what I mean? I'm not some comedian. So, you know, it's just a matter of, uh, and that was good practice, but you know, what are you going to do? You just have to keep doing it because people who do ask me about doing a podcast, I always tell them you got to be committed and it's easy as hell to do two or three and then not do two or three or six or stop doing it. There are a lot of people that try to start YouTube channels and do this, but you just got to, you just got to keep exercising it. You know, Mm -hmm. it's easy not to exercise something, right? True. It's true. Whether it's going outside, going for a walk, getting some sun. <laughs> get, get, that was a know, jab at me. Yeah, getting some, yeah. Got it. Getting yeah. The, you know, or, you know, even, uh, you know, going to work or, or connecting with people, um, being part of the, the, the voting process, all of it. You have to work at it and you have to exercise it. You have to yeah. um, in life, you know, parenting, relationships, um yeah, I mean, business, all of it. I mean, you have to have a level of commitment, uh, you know, to it to get something out of it. This is true. And if not, then, you know, you got, you're going to be, yeah, I mean, you're just going to, there's consequences. And I've been doing a lot of that lately, like listening, trying to take my own advice and listen. When I listen to myself or stuff that I tell my son, you know, it's like, you know, and I, I've started to apply that in certain aspects of business and maybe even, even, you know, altering the way I approach things just because you can only say it so many times, you know, I mean, this past election is proof of that. And the fact is I, you know, I reached out, I didn't reach out to a lot of people, you mainly, but the fact is if we don't, if we don't, stand by each other, if we don't encourage each other, if we don't inspire each other, then what, what, what's the point? You know, what's the point? You know, it, you know, just to come full circle back to uh, the election, that's what makes this country great. The fact is, it wasn't that long ago black people weren't even allowed to assemble. It wasn't that long ago in Virginia. There's a movie coming out. I think it's called The Loving is that what it's called? I know the documentary is is out. Um, I don't know. What is this? It's a documentary? Yeah, it's called Loving. <clears throat> L-O-V-I-N-G. Loving. It's coming out. And this happened right here in Virginia. Uh, the couple, couple's name is Richard and Mildred Loving. An interracial couple. are sent. They're sentenced to prison in Virginia in 1948 just for getting married. Mm. You know what I mean? Just for getting married. And that's right here in Virginia. That's not that long ago. 1958. That's 
crazy. So, I mean, you you think about that and you think about the people that, uh, you know, paid the cost to when you see couples now. When I see a couple, I saw a couple uh, posted something online. They didn't vote. They're an interracial couple. They didn't vote. You know how many people lost their lives? You know how many people were lynched? Do you know how many how many people that were bruised and battered? And for you to say that you didn't is just a smack in the face for everybody that came before you just so you could be here. I mean, get with it. So, you know, come on, man. We have to we have to lift each other up and hold each other accountable. And uh, at the same time, we have to uh, inspire each other to follow through. That's the bottom line. Domino motherfucker. The American Riddle Podcast. Malcolm Riddle. Riddle.